A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. Thus says the Lord to his anointed Cyrus, whose right hand I grasp, subduing nations before him and making kings run in his service, opening doors before him and leaving the gates unbarred. For the sake of Jacob, my servant of Israel, my chosen one, I have called you by your name, giving you a title, though you knew me not. I am the Lord, and there is no other. There is no God besides me. It is I who arm you, though you knew me not, so that toward the rising and the setting of the sun, people may know that there is none besides me. I am the Lord, there is no other. The word of the Lord. Give the light. 
The beginning of the first letter of St. Paul to the Thessalonians. Paul, Silvanus, and Timothy to the church of the Thessalonians in God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Grace to you and peace. We give thanks to God always for all of you, remembering you in our prayers. Unceasingly calling to mind your work of faith and labor of love and endurance and hope of our Lord Jesus Christ before our God and Father, knowing, brothers and sisters loved by God, how you were chosen. For our gospel did not come to you in word alone, but also in power and in the Holy Spirit and with much conviction. The word of the Lord. According to Matthew. The Pharisees went off 
and plotted how they might entrap Jesus in speech. They sent their disciples to him with the Herodians, saying, Teacher, we know that you are a truthful man and that you teach the way of God according with the truth. And you are not concerned with anyone's opinion, for you do not regard a person's status. Tell us then, what is your opinion? It is, is it lawful to pay the census to Caesar or not? Knowing their malice, Jesus said, Why are you testing me, you hypocrites? Show me the coin that pays the census, to, census tax. Then they handed him a, a Roman coin. He said to them, Whose image is this and whose inscription? They replied, Caesar's. At that he said to them, Then repay Caesar what belongs to Caesar, and to God what belongs to God. The Gospel of the Lord. He said to them, whose image is this and whose inscription? They replied, Caesar's. At that, he said to them, then repay to Caesar what belongs to Caesar and to God what belongs to God. Now this move between the, the Herodians and Pharisees a pairing that should never have been put together, for they were rivals for a long time. The Pharisees being professional religious scholars and the Herodians, who were political animals, trying to overthrow or trying to keep the dynasty of the Herods alive. If we look at the scriptures and think about the Herods in the history, they did some pretty awful things. But the two pairs found themselves standing together because both were threatened by the power and influence of Jesus. That Jesus was changing the hearts and minds of the Jewish people and both the Pharisees and the Herodians wanted to stop this. So then they bring this trap before the Lord, trying to trick him in his speech. But Jesus doesn't follow their ways and doesn't fall for the trap. Instead, he redirects them back to God. Hence, render to God what belongs to God. And he points out Caesar's image because he's reminding them also that they got themselves put in this place. If we go back in time, 
in the Old Testament, we hear the cry of the Jewish people asking for a king, reflecting upon this passage. They cried out for a king, and the Lord warned them. And then they started to make really bad deals, and we can see a lot of this in the books of Maccabees, where they make deals with the Greeks because they were making their lives easier, and then they made deals with the Romans, and they made their lives easier. And now we get this statement. And Jesus is pointing them back, back to him. The image for each one of us to reflect upon also reminds us of Genesis. We are made in God's image and likeness, but that's stamped upon us. We're called this weekend to reflect what are we due to God? How are we reflecting and showing his image, his likeness to the world? We are called to share that glory and to support one another and remind one another of that mission. So when we think about giving back to God, the Catechism gives us five ways of prayer and where we give back to God. They note that the first is adoration, taking time to sit in awe and wonder of our God, to just behold him. The second is petition, to plead and beg and ask our Lord for all that we need, to remember that he is the source of everything, that he is our king, and we need to call upon him. The third is intercession, asking him to be with our fa family and friends, asking him to guide and protect, to be our intercessor, to be our sure support. And the fourth is thanksgiving, and I'll talk a little more on that because that's a huge theme in this weekend. But the fifth is praise, which is a response to the goodness of God that we sit before him again. St. Paul calls us this weekend to reflect upon Thanksgiving. Give thanks to God always for all of you remembering you in our prayers unceasingly, calling to mind your work of faith and labor of love and endurance of hope of our Lord Jesus. It's such an important prayer that we all make and such an easy one to forget. Blessed Solanus Casey calls us to thank God ahead of time. And this prayer of thanksgiving is so highly exalted that when we look at the Greek word for thanksgiving, we find the word Eucharist, exactly what we're celebrating here today. So how thankful are we? How often do we reflect upon this? 
how thankful of the sure support that God gives us, especially as we celebrate this ultimate, unending Thanksgiving here today at Mass. So as I, re as I was reflecting upon this, I thought it'd be a great opportunity, as I've been here for a couple months, to thank all of you for your sure support, supporting me and guiding me and teaching me, but also to remind you that your support didn't start when I got here, but it started the past eight years. And as we reflect upon the fact that we're promoting UPSCA this weekend, it reminded me that you guys supported me in seminary for eight years. The majority of UPSCA goes towards seminary education. Because of that generous gift, we as seminarians and your priests had the opportunity to learn from world-renowned scripture scholars. And these scripture scholars like Dr. Mary Healy not only helped us to know the material, but also to encounter Jesus Christ in the Word of God. Not only that, but we had multiple opportunities, multiple retreats, like a 30-day silent retreat, which changed my life completely, turned me into the man that I w wanted to be, rooted in God, turned me into the priest that I wanted to be because I found confidence, I found joy, I found the love of Christ on that retreat, all because of your sure support. So as I pray today here at this Mass, praying with sure thankfulness for your guys' gift, And I ask you to think about, to pray about what you are thankful for, who you would want to bring here at the altar with you, to be thankful for them and how they helped you and guided you in your vocation. Because as I reflect upon the gift that I received, it was the concrete way you aided me in my priesthood.